0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, August 1st, 2019. I'm Rich Drappolino. Intel released details about its new 10th generation Ice Lake CPUs for laptops. The 11 processors range from dual-core i3s to quad-core i7s, are built on the 10-nanometer Sunny Cove architecture, offering 18% more instructions per clock, and include Wi-Fi 6, Thunderbolt 3 support, and Intel's DL Boost for machine learning applications. The top-end U-series Core i7-1068G7, catchy name, offers four cores and eight threads at a base 2.3GHz with turbo frequencies up to 4.1GHz, features new iris graphics with 64 execution units capable of teraflop performance at 28 watts. The Y series tops out with the i7 1060 G7 with the same core count and iris graphics units, but a 1 GHz base frequency with turbo up to 3.8 GHz in a 9 12 watt envelope. Security researcher Beto on Security noticed that the Netflix app on Android requested access to his physical activity data. Netflix told The Next Web that this was part of a test to see how we can improve video playback quality when a member is on the go. Not all Netflix accounts are in the test, and Netflix doesn't have any rollout plans at this time. Google had added an activity recognition permission in Android Q to let developers know if you're in motion when you're using an app. That could have been used to help figure out the best way to buffer video so it doesn't skip. Lowcast is a free donation supported internet service operating in 14 cities in the US that streams local broadcast stations over the internet in their home markets. It's operated by Sports Fan Coalition NY, a nonprofit operation taking advantage of a 1976 law that allows nonprofits to retransmit broadcast signals as long as it does not receive any direct or indirect commercial advantage. After operating for a year and a half, ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC have jointly filed a lawsuit against Locast. The suit alleges that Locast has admitted it is used to help authorized services negotiate lower carriage fees with broadcasters. The suit also alleges Lowcast is securing commercial advantage in the form of nationwide app distribution and collection of viewer data. And the suit alleges that AT&T and Dish are commercial beneficiaries. AT&T has donated money to Lowcast and includes the app on DirecTV and Uverse set-top boxes. Lowcast founder David Goodfriend used to work at Dish. Fitbit reported it lost 14 cents per share on revenue of $314 million in Q2. Analysts had expected revenue of $312 million and a loss of $0.18. The company sold 3.5 million devices in the quarter, up 29% in the year, but average selling price of devices fell 19% to $86. Part of this was due to a 27% decrease in smartwatch revenue on the year due to weaker sales of the Versa Lite. Fitness tracker revenue grew 51% of the year. Qualcomm reported in Q2 it earned $0.80 per share on revenue of $4.9 billion. Analysts had expected revenue of $5.08 billion and earnings of $0.75 per share. On the earnings call, CEO Steve Molenkamp cited slowing 4G demand as the industry prepares for 5G and the Huawei export ban for the underwhelming earnings. Revenue from Qualcomm's licensing business declined 10% to $1.29 billion, even as they now include licenses paid by Apple following its patent settlement. Qualcomm CDA Technologies, its chip making business, generated $3.57 billion in revenue, down 13% on the year. Overall chip shipments declined 22%. Business Insider reports that the CDN service services company Cloudflare filed a confidential S1 filing with the SEC earlier this summer, with plans to pursue an IPO in September. The company raised a $150 million funding round in March, reportedly at a valuation of $3.2 billion. In 2018, Cloudflare CEO Matthew Prince said the company's revenue was well north of $100 million annually, running at break-even, with gross margins at 84%. A new report from CounterPoint Research shows that overall smartphone shipments declined by 1% to 360 million units in Q2 2019, the seventh consecutive quarter of decline. The report found that the combined market share of Chinese manufacturers Huawei, Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi, and Realme uh, reached a new high of 42%, even as smartphone shipments in China fell 9%. Samsung remained the market share leader, growing shipments 7.1% on the year. Huawei remained at number two, growing shipments at 4.6%, with the impact of U.S. train sanctions not expected to be felt until Q3. Apple saw its third quarter of decline, with shipments falling 11% on the year. Following massive growth in India, the Chinese OEM Realme grew shipments over 800% of the year to enter into the top 10 smartphone OEMs. Microsoft announced it's testing a cloud download feature for Windows 10 that would allow users to reinstall Windows from a failed state by download. Microsoft offers a similar feature to recover from the cloud on Surface devices. The feature isn't available for public testing, and Microsoft did not say if it was coming to Windows Insider Builds. The electric scooter rental startup Bird announced it's ready to deploy its next-generation scooter, the Bird 2. The scooter has a new automotive-grade battery with 50% more capacity than the Bird 1 and optimized to work in various temperature ranges. The Bird 2 also includes sensors to alert the company when the scooter breaks down. To prevent vandalism, the Bird 2 does not include any exposed screws, has an anti-tip kickstand, and puncture-proof tires. The Bird 2 is expected to roll out for rentals in the U.S. this fall, but will not be available for consumer purchase. And finally, Google confirmed it's testing Play Pass in the Google Play Store, a $4.99 monthly service that offers a library of games and apps. Apps in PlayPass would have ads removed and include all in-app purchases as well. Screenshots of the test list fitness apps, premium music apps, and puzzle games as included in Play Pass. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.